This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Bestseller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We're here with John Lee Dumas. He is the author of The Common Path to Uncommon Success, A Roadmap to Financial Freedom and Fulfillment. JLD, it is great to see you. Hey, I'm glad to be hanging out in the same space-time continuum as you. You're obviously a pro. We're going to have a great conversation. <laughs> Go on. Well, first off, I mean, I go by TWB, so I, I so appreciate, you know, the cosmic connection of a, of a, a triple, you know, initial person. So can um, I call you T-dubs? I kind of like that. A lot of my friends do call me that. And, and the good news is I do respond to that. So <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're in good company. Uh, well, first off, you know, congratulations on all your success. Uh, this is your first traditionally published book. Uh, you have other things that have been you know, published in the past. But before we get into the book, if anyone's living under a rock or perhaps they're just not familiar with podcasting, just tell everybody a little bit about your background and, uh, you know, the podcast empire uh, that, that you've created. Real quick background, grew up in Maine, went to college on an army scholarship. So post-college, I did actually eight years as an officer in the U.S. Army with a 13-month tour of duty in Iraq as a tank commander, which meant I was in charge of four tanks, 16 men. Uh, post my military experience, I went through what I call six years of struggle like not six months not six weeks like six years tried law school dropped out corporate finance failed tech startup nothing real estate no good but at 32 years old which was back in 2012 i read a quote by albert einstein that set me off on this journey which is try not to become a person of success but rather a person of value and I realized I was chasing success for 32 years and coming up so short. And I was doing absolutely nothing of value in the world. Like if I was just being honest with myself. So that set me off on a journey to find a way to become a person of value. And six months later, I said, what if I launched a daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs that would be free, valuable, and again, every single day. Like nobody was even coming close to that. And I decided to do it. And here we are talking nine years later, 3000 episodes later, over a hundred million total listens for entrepreneurs on fire, 1.4 million every single month. And it's turned into a media empire, over $20 million in total revenue and counting. It is, I mean, it, the, your story is just incredible. I, I mean, everything you just said in a nutshell, you have to read the book because everything you just said kind of in your elevator pitch, you go into such specific detail because I'm sure as people were listening to, to that, they're like, wait, what do you mean? How, can you can you tell me more? And that, that, <laughs> that's why you have to read the book because you don't hold anything back and you're so transparent, um, which is really, uh, you, know, you make yourself vulnerable, which is I think what we all need right now. But this starts in 2012, right? That's when kind of, you know, your, your path began. Um, why put this in a traditional book? I mean, why did you want to share, you know, this level of detail? Did you feel that, 
do you feel that there's just so many so many people out there that were in you that are in your shoes and this is a book you wish you would have had so many people out there live in their comfort zone they find something they're kind of good at or they're good at and they just keep living in that comfort zone and i found myself multiple times in my journey just kind of like in my comfort zone i'm like wow i've kind of gotten good at x y or z now i'm comfortable let's do this and when i knew it was time to write a book i was like it's time to get out of my comfort zone like in my comfort zone would have just been writing the book self-publishing getting it out there quick and just throwing it out to the world i knew like going with a traditional publisher like you know, frankly, getting a big fat advance was going to really cause some stress, cause some anxiety. Because when you get a multi six figure deal with one of the big publishers, man, you got to produce. And you start sweating. Yeah. <laughs> you start sweating and you really don't stop sweating. And I'm still sweating right now, in fact. Um, so, just listening about it. <laughs> yeah, think about it. And so, like, I knew I had to do this book the right way. And not that I couldn't have done it right the self-publishing way. I've self-published amazing products on my own. But for like my first real book, and by real book, I mean I did, I've done journals and like little smaller books, but this is like my first real like sit down, write a book. I wanted like a professional editor. Like I wanted a real publisher. I wanted a marketing team that had the experience. And this, and this is to get the, the book out to the world. Like not just my audience that I've grown over the years. Like I want, like everybody who has a dream of finding their version of uncommon success, everybody who has a dream of achieving financial freedom and fulfillment, this book will get you there. I want this book in your hands if you want those things. And I can do that for my audience. Like my audience will buy this book and they are buying this book right now. But I want everybody who wants those things I just mentioned to be able to know about this book and hold this book in their hands. So that's the reason I want the traditional uh, route. And it's been a painful journey. It's been an amazing journey. And it is eight months of two hours a day of writing, 480 writing hours, which turned into the 71,000 words, 273 pages that are now this book. And uh, now that I'm holding, I'm kind of like, this is crazy. It is. It really is. I mean, obviously, you're a great communicator. You're a podcast king. You have a podcast empire. But there's surely something to be said. You know, the written word is not the spoken word, right? It's a totally different process. And as you said, you know, you, were, you didn't really have to do this, right? You have a very successful thing going on there uh, with, with, with your podcast empire. So, you know, this really had to be a labor of love. And what I love about this, JLD, is it this really says that you care about, you know, your, your fans and, and, you know, the people that come to you for advice because you want to help, right? You could, you could have just stayed in your comfort zone and continued your podcast and help them in that capacity. But this is completely different because you're sharing, you know, you're right. You're saying, Hey, I'm a regular guy. I've been there and not, in, I've been through frustration on many levels, uh, many depths and you, you never gave up. So you're saying to someone, Hey, if I can do it, you can do it. So you, I'm just curious what, what you mentioned, this was a painful experience. Why was it painful? First off, like when I get, you know, the amount of emails and social media messages that I get per day, which are countless, you know, I can't answer all the, of the questions and they're all great questions and they're all very similar. But now that I can just like literally hand them the answer and just be like this, you have questions, this is the answer. And if you are willing to invest in yourself, and I'm not talking about the $16 that this book costs, because I know Believe me, most people can find $16 that they really want to. But I'm talking about investing the time, the bandwidth that it takes 
to go through the 17 step roadmap that I've created, the 17 step roadmap that will lead you to financial freedom and fulfillment. Guess what? The path to uncommon success, it's not secret. It's not complicated. It's not hidden. It is a common path, but it takes hard flipping work. And most people aren't willing to put in the work. But when I can just say, hey, you have a question. Here's the answer. Now it's on you because every answer is in this book. It's on you. Like my, you know, conscious is assuaged and I can walk off into the sunset happy because I want to help these people. I want to help everyone. And I try so hard with my podcast, with the 3000 interviews I've done with hundred million listens, but I can't help everyone's specific question if I don't have a thorough detailed answer for them, which I now have. And so this is my way of saying this is it. And by the way, these aren't just answers for me. Like this book is the 17 foundational principles that I've been able to boil down from the 3000 plus interviews that I've done with other successful entrepreneurs that I've learned from. So of course, like I've had a successful business now for 10 years, but like this is a combination of mine and the over 3000 other people. And working with an editor, man, it was so painful to get it down to where it needed to be. Like the other is like, hey, 340 pages is too much. Like we've got to cut some of this book up. And I was like, my baby, this is my baby. And we got it down to 71,000 words. We could not take a single word out of this book if we wanted to. It is so concise. It is so clear. Every single word in this book has to be in there. So that was painful. Yeah, no, <laughs> that sounds painful because, you know, the, the breadth of information here, it's huge. And that's why I'm so curious, your process, you know, it's 17 steps, but I mean, right. So these are steps that you've learned, you've experienced, but also with all your interviews, talk, interviews rather talking to other uh, entrepreneurs. I mean, there must have been, like you said, lots of steps you didn't include, right? I mean, there are things that you couldn't you couldn't include everything, right? So how did, how did you kind of figure that out and navigate? I knew that there were core foundational principles that existed, and of course, a lot of other things. But the core was what I wanted to focus on. This book is meant to be the common path to your version of uncommon success. This is the book that will get you there. This is not the answer to every question you are ever going to have in life about everything. It is literally the 17 step roadmap that I've created for people who truly want financial freedom and fulfillment. Like that's it. And because of that, I stuck to the premise. I stuck to the roadmap. Step one to step 17. I'm a big believer in the word focus follow one course until success. My course was the 17-step roadmap and I stayed within those confines. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. C-Suite Radio. 
Yeah, and, and obviously, you know, it works. It's not like, oh, try this out. You know, you are, you are living, breathing example of it. Uh, so it does work. And I also just like the title too, because your success is uncommon. You know, anyone who's, who's created, an, created an empire, that is not common success. But through this book, you say, look, it can be because I, I come from a normal background and I did it. And you go through each step of finding the big idea and finding the mentor and, you know, step by step by step. Something you do say at the beginning of the book, you say for 32 years, you listen to the gatekeepers. This is taking a stand against the gatekeepers. Tell us about gatekeepers. And is that a reason why people are unsuccessful? Listen, not to like take this in a different direction or get political or anything. We're not going to, but like the gatekeepers are those individuals that, you know, have kept, you know, women down for years, have kept those, you know, who may not be white males down for years. And like, this has been a fantastic year of ripping down those gatekeepers. Those gatekeepers needed to be gone. They, they never should have existed, but they need to be gone hundreds of years ago, if not, you know, thousands of years ago. And the fact that, you know, we're, we're, we're at a point now where the gatekeepers, they're not only, they're not just being ripped down, honestly, they're just becoming irrelevant because of the world that we live in. Like there used to be people that controlled access to everything and they just, it's like it's not that like we're we're tearing them down now it's almost like we could care less about them like i a 32 year old with zero media experience could launch a podcast and just bust my butt and create a podcast that is so much more relevant and such a bigger reach in an audience than essentially any radio station you've ever heard of right now in the in the world what's the radio <laughs> exactly a hundred percent and I love that, that we live in this world now. So the gatekeepers, they're dead. They're irrelevant. They, they literally like, like you can just ignore them because they no longer matter. What matters is, are you going to, number one, really identify what your big idea in this world is? Because that's how you're going to thrive. And then once you've identified what your big idea is, are you going to live within your zone of fire every single day? Like right now, I'm living in my zone of fire this very second. Cause like, this is what I love doing. This lights me up speaking into a microphone to you, having people on my show, entrepreneurs on fire, doing these type of conversations and sharing these things. Like I love doing this. This is why I spend so much of my time doing this. Cause this is my zone of fire. So what is your zone of fire? Cause frankly, most people are not living in that right now. They haven't, they've never taken the time to sit down and identify their big idea. Most of them just saw somebody else who had a great idea or is having success doing something and they just become a weak pale imitation of that individual and then they wonder why they fail well i just explained why they failed they're a weak pale imitation of that individual so stop doing that and start doing what only you can do which is live in your zone of fire right and i think right that that zone of fire is so important so for anyone sitting here, saying, sitting here saying sure i have a zone of fire but you know i have family support i can't just go and pursue my zone of fire this book explains how you can do it, how you did it, right? Not to just let those dreams, you know, fall by the wayside. I have a zillion questions I wanted to get to way before I scratched the surface. But I mean, it's just such a great roadmap because you talk about passion and expertise, not either or. Um, mentors, you talk about, you know, when people say, who's your mentor? And you, you know, they say, oh, 
you know, Barbara Cochran or Mark Cuban, and then you know, you had a great retort to that, where you say to you know, you say to them, really, they're your mentor. You explain why. Well, yeah. Like, do you want to be a real estate magnet in New York City? No. Well, then why do you want Barbara Corker to be your mentor? Oh, do you want to own an airline right now? Well, then why do you want you know uh, Richard <laughs> yeah. Branson to be your mentor? No. You need to find the person who is currently where you want to be. That is your mentor, and then you you are mentored by that individual who can teach you the way. And something I want to touch on real quick that you mentioned as well. Let's talk about passion and expertise. Like for people that are like, oh, well, my zone of fire, does he mean just follow my passion? No, because if it's just passion, then that's just a hobby. Because like people are going to be happy for you that you're doing something you love, but unless you're also bringing value to the world with that passion, you're also bringing expertise and knowledge and skills then people will care because now you're living your life, your passion, your enthusiasm, plus you're bringing value to the world in that zone of fire. It's this combination of all those things you just talked about. That's how we're going to get you to your zone of fire. So don't just have a hobby. And by the way, don't just do something that, you're, that, that you have skills and expertise in because you'll get bored of that. And it's persistence in someone that can stay in it for the long haul consistently that's going to win. So you need to have that excitement, enthusiasm, and passion to keep you in it through the ups and the downs. That combination is key. Right, and what you just said, it seems so obvious. Oh, someone's like, oh, passion, expertise, whatever. No, it's not whatever. <laughs> there are separate things and you kind of, you go through each and why they're different but equally important. Final question for you, I, I find this so unique. On your website, JLD, you share your revenue, your income, which like, talk about transparency. I mean, I've never seen such a level of transparency. Why, why do you do that? Why is that so important to you to show how much you're making each month and the breakdown of what your profit is? I come from a very traditional background. I was an officer in the army for eight years, got out as a captain. You know, I was in corporate finance, went to law school, commercial real estate, like very traditional jobs. And I was always just saying to myself, like, man, you've got to be sleazy and or scammy to make money on the internet. That was just a belief I had, which was obviously wrong, but that was the belief that I had. And I saw this guy, Pat Flynn, Smart Passive Income, and he was publishing monthly income reports. And that was the first time I saw like a good guy, a family guy who was making real money on the, you know, real money, like like actual, like decent dollar amounts. And he was sharing all the details about it. And I was like, this is fantastic. And it gave me hope. And I said, if I ever get to a place where I'm actually generating revenue online, I want to give people that roadmap too. I want to give people the same hope that Pat's giving me right now. So for 90, nine zero months in a row now, we have published a monthly income report. We bring our CPA on, our accountant to share a tax tip, our lawyer on to share a legal tip and to also validate everything that we're sharing there as well. Because obviously they're not going to put their professional you know, names against something that's not 100% true. And we um, just passed our 90th month in a row with a net profit of over $100,000 a month. Net profit over over 100,000. And I wanted, wanted to show people you could do it without a big team. I have three virtual assistants and myself and my fiance. We've been working on this for nine years, that's it. I, I mean, it's just, I think it's just so incredible to really open yourself up because sure, people wanna start businesses, but you're saying, no, look, like, <laughs> here's what I'm showing. This is, this is actually the business part. I'm making money and I'm showing you every part of how this works from beginning to end. And, and that's why, you know, this book is just so incredible because, you know, you can be a huge fan of your podcast and even listen to the tips from your accountant and your, and your lawyers, which I didn't listen to. It's been valuable, but there, there are so many levels to this. If you really want to live a, you know, a happy life, which you are, 
Um, I just think it's, you know, you, you, you've covered everything. And everybody has so many questions for you. Now they can, they can go to one place. So congratulations. Uh, so glad you went through this quote unquote eight month painful experience uh, because we can all benefit. What is next? Now that you've done it, will there be another book? I mean, wh wh what's next for JLD? I don't think I have another book in me. You know, okay. I'm sure. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure all authors say that when they're just finished their their first book. But um, you know, this this was a labor of love. You know, right now we're still in the pre pre order phase right now. So right now all the focus is on getting the word out. You know, that's why we're just being so encouraging of people. And you can find out all the details about the book, my endorsements by Gary Vaynerchuk, Neil Patel, Seth Godin, Dory Clark, Erica Mandy. UncommonSuccessBook.com. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just great contributors, but also just little things in the book. There's so many quotes. I mean, I, I can't imagine how you picked which quote she is. But Have you checked out Chapter 18 yet? My bonus chapter. I looked at everything. Uh, which one? Wait, which one was the bonus chapter? called the well of knowledge and i yes. just have dropped in there hundreds of passages yes. of the best quotes motivation uh -huh. inspirational passages that i've picked up over the past 10 years and just like it sounds like it's actually just meant to be like dipped in with a ladle like it's a well of knowledge whenever you have a down day a tough day don't go read the whole chapter like just go and dip your ladle in get one passage two passages get inspired and then get back to the roadmap Yes, but the other thing I was going to say is what you get in the book is you you get stories of other entrepreneurs on fire. You know, at the end of each chapter, you have stories of other people like yourself that were not happy and made the change. And I read, you know, I read some of them, Selena Sue and Leslie. Um, Samuel. Samuel, yes. I'm like, I can't read my writing, but I know his last name started with an S. But kind of there, like, just to know that you're not the only one who's like, they're, like every, you know, people are saying, oh, well, you did it. I can't do it. But no, there are other people that have done what you've done and is achievable. Like, this is real life. Final question. I promise this is it. Have, okay. If you hey, we have got five minutes left. You can, you, <laughs> okay. you can ask as many questions as you want. If you could have done anything differently, because you are a successful guy, you know, your whole book here shows, yeah, shows the reader how you did it. Is there something you would have done differently despite all your success? Yes. I would have started asking these four questions immediately. It took me like a year to figure out the key to my success was engaging with my audience, those people who are listening to my podcast and asking these four questions. And I wish I did this day one going forward. Instead, I started like year two, but I would have asked them, number one, how do you find out about me? Like start to learn as soon as you can about how people are finding out about you. Cause then you can go back and pour some igniter fluid on the ways that are actually working. Number two, what do you actually like about my content? Like ask them what they like so you can keep doing more of those things. Number three, what don't you like about my content? When you get the first response, ignore it because it could just be an anomaly, but keep track of the responses. And if a, a common theme comes up, maybe you make some adjustments. And then number four, the most important question, what's your biggest struggle right now? Listen to your audience's biggest struggle that will lead you to create the product, the service, the community, fill in the blank to offer them as a solution. And when you create the best solution to their problem, you will always win. Yeah. Excellent. I think that that sums it up best. And, you know, again, you did this at starting at 32, you know, it's not like you did this right out of college. So, uh, yeah. congratulations. Uh, really, like you said, a labor of love, but well worth it. Uh, we're so lucky to have it and, and continued success. But I do hope you write another one because we'd love to have you back. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay.
And if you'd like more information on the book, just check out our website. It's csweetbookclub.com. That's c-sweetbookclub.com. I'm Tara Gingerbrill or TWB. We'll see you next time right here on Best Seller TV. Like what you just heard, visit c-sweetradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>